This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. It's that time again, my friends. Time to book your ADRs and schedule your fast passes. We're going to take you on a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. It all started with one man's dream, and boy, was that a big dream. From that dream, millions of memories and in just as many smiles remind us why we love it so much. So pack your bags and don't forget your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades podcast with Nick and Dave. Welcome back, Mousecapaders, to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Nick and Dave Mousecapades podcast. Hey Dave, I am stuck here at Whiteman yet again, my friend, and uh, it's going kind of slow over here. You look like you're in a pretty classy place from what I see on the on the uh, video screen here. Well, um, yeah, it, it is the Air Force, so they do put us up in a in a pretty pretty uh, snazzy establishment, but uh, I, I've been in better. <laughs> yeah, we miss seeing you around the workplace. Yeah, it's uh, I gotta say it's been rough thinking about well first off it's been rough just giving the keys to the sub that took over you know for the next two weeks but uh you know i think about those kiddos every single day and like what they're doing you know what are they working on and you know i don't know it's just it's yeah he's doing a good job though we check in on him occasionally and uh i'm gonna try and book him for a sub job here pretty shortly i think so it's all good cool all right so dave you you uh contacted me earlier this week and you had a great idea. You said, hey, Nick, let's go ahead and let's talk about the new up-and-coming uh, Disney movies that are coming out from here until, what, two, what was it, 2018? 2018, right now. 18, yeah. 2018. And I immediately said, yes, let's do it because it's, it's different than what we usually talk about. And you know me, I'm a huge Disney movie buff and, and Pixar buff. I'm all about uh, talking and discussing uh, about movies that are already out and movies that are yet to be released. So I was totally down for it, and I'm very excited about this topic. Yeah, we'll just have to get the reaction on all of these. Some of these are so far into the future that there's not a lot of details that have been released on them. So, uh, And then there's been you know, some back and forth about dates on releases for some of these too. So it'll be interesting to talk about and see like one of the ones we're going to talk about you just went and saw the good dinosaur so i'm excited oh, yeah, to hear what you have to say about that one too so yeah it was a great movie and i can't wait to discuss that but first you know before we get into the whole disney films and the pixar films can we talk a little news real quick sounds great all right buddy let's get into it so really it's been quiet uh, i only have really two things to report on have you heard about this new uh dating website called called dismatch no, is it like Match.com for Disney people? It's Yes, it's like Match.com for Disney people, and it just released. And uh, your buddy from BRS Podcast, Mike, he just had him on the other night. Um, That's hilarious. I, believe. I think he did, because uh, he, he sent something out online, and I tapped on it and pulled up this guy's podcast. Because the guy who created Dismatch has a podcast himself, and he was talking about it, so... I think it's it's just it's funny, you know. Now there's a FarmersOnly.com, there's an eHarmony, there's there's what ParanormalMatch.com or whatever with the Coast to Coast AM, um, and, and now we have Dismatch. I can only assume, um, I'm you know I'm assuming the worst here. Do you know I, if that's like official? Like, is it really affiliated with Disney or is this just some? Oh no, oh, no, no, I was no, no, say, no! Oh my not. gosh! But I can. I, 
<laughs> the first thing that came to my head was, uh, what do you call it when people dress up, uh, like in Halloween costumes, um, cosplay. Oh. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking people that are into that dressing up yeah. as princesses and prince, <laughs> you know, as a prince and a princess. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be weird. That has got to be a, a weird. <laughs> Where do you think they're? I know. What do you think their first date's gonna be? I mean, uh... look at us. I mean, we're the hosts of a Disney podcast, and we're still like making fun of those people. That's how bad it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I yeah, I would dress up as as uh, a super. I don't know. I'd dress up as Baymax if I could. <laughs> Right? For like Halloween or something? I guess that's what separates me though. I would only do it on Halloween. Right. I wouldn't do it throughout the year. It's okay. Everything's okay on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, everything is okay. Alright. But um yeah, so so Dismatch and I'm I tried pulling it up, you know, so I, I heard about it on this dude's podcast and I heard about it through Mike. And uh so I'm I'm searching Google trying to find this thing. And uh if my wife finds it, you know, on my computer, be like, oh, God, it's not, it's not what it looks like, honey. It's not what it looks like. I swear it was just research. Um, yeah, I couldn't find anything on this on this Disney uh, dating, dating website. Site. Huh? Yes, and so it's just something I've heard through two podcasts now, but I can't find it. Even, uh, oh, geez, where was I? Um, so it was some, I don't know if it was, a, if it was an article I read on a phone or if it was, I heard it through the radio. <laughs> But it was even advertised. Like, You're kidding. It was even, no, I'm not even kidding. But I couldn't find the darn thing on the hey, internet. Once so again, I... dude, it's just like Fight Club. Yeah, don't talk right. about you this don't match. talk about it. So anywho, uh, listeners, if you're interested in finding your next match <laughs> at the happiest place on Earth. Free endorsement <laughs> right here, folks. There you go. Look for uh, Dismatch and create your uh, Disney profile today. <laughs> but don't tell him Nick sent you because he can't find it himself. Could you just see, dude, could you just see the weird, uh, I guess, what we call them, dating tags or usernames or something? Yeah, I'd rather not go there. <laughs> oh, man, it, it just ruins <laughs> the whole Disney concept, I think. I, oh, there's so many. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so let's go, let's go to the next thing. So people are still in awe and causing a ruckus over... The increase in price and in, in ticket sales, okay? And um, people all over the internet are still complaining about the increase in prices that are yet to come through Disney. And I'm talking about the park prices and the resort prices. And more and more people are actually talking about what we've been talking about, Dave. This whole um, price in the middle class out, you and I have been talking about this for quite some time. Yeah. I tell you what, you give me an option of make more money or make less money, and guess which one I'm picking. You know what I mean? Like nothing's yeah, going to change. Still gonna, yeah, but they're still going to make money. They're going to keep jacking that price up until people. But they don't even have to jack the price. They up. don't have to. Dude, no, I, but they can. That's no. why they do. It. I even. I would even say. I bet you they would. If they even lowered prices, I bet you they'd make more money. I don't. I, I guarantee it. I don't. That's just how it works. Most you people, lower the prices, you make more money. Most people that go money. there are people like you know, like us that they're going to go there regardless, you know, because it's a thing that they do right. with their family. It's not because the price has nothing to do with. Like you and I, we can't even afford it, and we go there. So, I mean, people will just do it just because that's what – I mean, it's first of all, it's that cool. Second of all, it's tradition. You know, like people – most of people, they go there traditionally, you know, like yearly, every other year, whatever. Well, my wife and I are going to find someone on Dismatch to pay for our next trip. That's all I got to say. There you go. No. <laughs> well, you know, you know pri sales have been down – across the board overseas you know in the united states sales have been going up they've just been they've been going up and up but when you talk about hong kong and europe and everything else they've seen a huge decline over there and so i, I started 
I don't know if I'm trying to connect the dots here. You know, it, I don't know. I is it because you think sales are down overseas that they're raising the prices up here? I have no idea. I think that they're doing a lot of upgrades to the parks and they need to pay for them, and they they don't want it to come out of their out of their profits already. So they're they're right. raising the rates to to account for that. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, man, that's really all I got. There's really not much this week. Uh, hey, Dave, I think it's that time, dude. Let's go back. So, yeah, take us back. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Kicking off this week in Disney history, we've got a very special day. December 5th, 1901. Walter Elias Disney's birthday. Born in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, born in Chicago, moved to uh, Missouri, Marceline, Missouri, and then shortly after, uh, I guess he, yeah, he moved to Kansas City when he had his own cartooning shop, right? And then branched out to Los Angeles from there. Yeah, so I uh, wonder if his family were Cubs fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know if he was old enough to even remember the Cubs himself, but because he remember he, he moved out to Marceline at a very young age. Yeah, it was like two or four or something like that. Um you know, one of the things that I didn't know about this that I just learned was that he was named after family friend uh, Walter Parr, who was the preacher of the church that his family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. So yeah. So Walter Disney's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Walt Disney. Over a hundred years old. Let's see, 114 years old. I guess it, that would make him. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing your fourth grade math. He right? could. He could still be around, dude. Uh, yeah, if he's like in some Indian country or something like that, or Asia, he's got the money. He could uh, cryo. What do they What do they call it when they send you back and cryogenic? Yeah, something that yeah. freeze the head or whatever. You know, there's rumors that they have frozen Walt Disney's body and he's placed underneath the castle. That would be pretty sweet. That yeah, it really would. <laughs> they should open that up as an attraction. Actually, they should make that out of a movie. Even if it's not true, just make up you make up a body and have it cryogenically frozen and let people go through and view it. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. That'd be awesome. (laughs) All right, also on December 5th, 1985 this time. Uh, This was pretty cool, I thought, although as soon as I read this to my family, my wife said, what is PETA doing about this? Uh, 1985. Oh, geez. Hippie tree huggers. Let's go. A world record was broken at Disneyland as they released one million balloons over the park to celebrate his uh, Walt Disney's birthday. One million balloons. This was December 5th of when? 85. Yeah, that's just right before, I think, you know, we all totally started thinking about green everything. So, and... yeah. Uh, so I got to thinking about this being the inspiration of the movie Up because it says that they yeah. used 70,000 pounds of helium and it could lift 190 people in the air with as much helium they used. <laughs> wow. I thought that was kind of crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. So shiny. where did all these hun- million balloons land? They released them in Cali. Yeah, I yeah. would I would assume so. California, that would probably take it up through Arizona, Kansas area across. I bet you it made it to what? Oh, I don't That's know. That's nuts. Probably not, but it probably made it towards Colorado and then just fell. I thought that was kind of crazy. All right, moving. I don't know how far can a balloon travel I mean, before it goes back it, down. I, I don't technically, know. Technically, depending on what currents it re, you know, it it could go anywhere, but but wouldn't the atmosphere kind of just smash it? Well, you know, at some point they just level off and then they just travel horizontally wherever the wind takes them until they, you know, they deflate and come back down. I bet you didn't even reach Las Vegas, Nevada. No, I'm sure it probably didn't. But did you get a million balloons? Imagine just driving down the freeway and seeing that. That. Think about the air traffic. Dude, think about LAX. 
Yeah. I bet you they had to reroute their planes. I don't know what. It doesn't say what time of day they did it, but that's nuts. Yeah, you do that today, you're probably going to prison. Sure. All right, December 6, 2012 is the next one on This Week in Disney History. We've got the grand opening of the new Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom. I thought this was kind of lame, though. They did a ceremony, and the actress that was, like, the big star was the woman who plays Snow White on the ABC series Once Upon a Time. Her name is Jennifer Goodwin. Nah, yeah. I don't know my stars, but I have no, she could walk right by me, and I wouldn't know who she is. Yeah, who cares? Right. <laughs> anyway. So they had a big to-do about it, you know, just like all of their other lands. This one was open before the grand opening, but and then there was more that was still hadn't opened yet. But then the other thing that happened on that same exact day was the reopening of Test Track. So I thought that was actually probably cooler than the opening of New Fantasyland. Now, yeah. I'd agree with you. New Fantasyland's awesome, dude, but... Why don't they bring in, like important people like like people that everyone knows like like morgan freeman or something you would think you know? that the power they have they would have somebody a little more important than the person that plays you know snow white on the on the tv show i don't know or even the president of the united states or something somebody big man yeah you, you would think um so yeah test track the reimagined test track opens up and after doing that this summer uh, th this was the first time that i was actually able to go through the the design room and designed the car and that that attraction really shot up the rankings of of my best disney attractions i think so it's yeah, awesome you know how, you know how many people touch those screens though a day well you know the funny thing yeah that's gross the, it's disgusting did you think about that when you did it because i did well i would hope that the workers would come through occasionally and just you know give it a quick sanitizer wipe or something when would they have time though i don't know they, they just they wouldn't have time but think about all the people that are sweating and nose dripping with snot and they're touching that thing disgusting I'd rather not think about that yeah that's great. yeah yeah i had my kid use his knuckle <laughs> so yeah the first the first time that i went on the new track when after they reimagined it they didn't ha at least we didn't walk through that big room they we walked through the queue and they had individual screens along the line in the queue where you would redesign your car and then you know put your magic band up and it would save it until right, you got up to the front right. of the line that room is awesome like that thought that was like one of the coolest parts of the whole thing see and i thought it was lamo like honestly really? i think it's great right yeah i after we stood there for about 10 seconds call me, i don't i guess i have add or something uh i was ready to rock and roll like i felt like i was cooped up in that room like cattle just so the people that were before us kind of moved in line further ahead of us and once they did they probably opened the door and said you guys can go i could have done without that i could have just skipped that really? whole entire thing just put me in the ride. I can care less about creating the car. Now it was cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I but I wasn't looking up at the screen like where did my where did my car score? Oh really? Well, well, I did. I shouldn't say I didn't. I did, but it wasn't like I just had my kid created. I didn't even care. I'm like yeah yeah that's that's cool dude. That's cool. Yeah. But it's not like I was disappointed or anything at the very end of the ride when our car only took second place. You know because if you ain't first or last. But I don't know, man. I, I could have done without that room. Really? I guess it's cool for – yeah. See, we, there were so many options on that car that, that Mia and I just had a ball, and we ran out of time almost before the uh, before they pushed us into the next room. Yeah, just – It was awesome, I thought. Just – okay, moving on. All right, December 9th, 92. This one's up your alley, Nick. This is the day the National Hockey League awarded the Disney franchise an NHL team. Yeah, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, now just called the Ducks. I, great respectable team now back then uh i thought it was really cool you know as a kid growing up watching the mighty ducks movies i thought it was really neat the only thing to this day that i say that they got wrong 
was not having the Mighty Ducks uniforms that they used in the movies for the NHL team. They weren't? No. Oh, really? No, in the movies, were. it was a duck skating with a, with a hockey stick, sort of like the penguin was logo. It? I, it wasn't the... Yeah. I remember... The only thing I remember is the duck, like the bill of and the it was duck. Green, and it was green, and they were green, yellow, and black, but now the NHL team was like purple, teal, yeah. white, and black, which was just ugly. Well, you know how the NFL does, you know, throwback days and stuff like that? You suggest right. that to the NHL for have a have a movie night where they dress up in those unis. My cousin, uh, my cousins, you know, I have family, you know, that, that live in Southern California. Right. Actually, a lot of my family lived in California, but most of them have moved on. Uh, actually, I think all of them really have moved on, like to Hawaii and Virginia and other places hmm. in Denver. But um, so my cousin lived next door to the owner of the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And I just thought that was pretty cool. She had sent like a puck and a hat really? to me, you know, from the guy or whatnot. Yeah, it was just pretty cool. Right next door to him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dang, I'm pretty sure your cousin was, was loaded. Yeah. Or, or close to. I just, as the story goes for my parents, my parents just showed up one day and was like, hey, you know, cousin so-and-so gave you this. I'm like, oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. All right, man. December 10th, 2003. <laughs> I must have been in a mood when I collected this information because this one's funny too, I think. Walt Dis- Dece- December when? December 10th, 2003. Okay. okay, go ahead. Walt Disney begins placing motion sickness bags in the capsules of Mission Space. <laughs> Because everybody was getting sick of it. Yeah, they do have those. Yeah, they do have those. They still do. Now, do they put it in the green? I've never been on green. Yeah, I don't know. Because no, I've only I've only been on orange. I want to know. I want to know this. Yeah, Yeah, and even orange, like I can take it for a little while. um, The spinning. Yeah. But like I've told you, dude, that ride is worse than flying in a in a fighter jet. I'm telling you. It's the first time that Disney would have to put these bags into any of their rides. I wonder if anyone's used it, you know, like blue chunks and then handed it over to a cast member. Now, I'm pretty sure that they started Dude. off with orange, and then because of this, yeah, they, they created, created green. green. Wouldn't that be awesome just to blow chunks and, like, just roll up the, the top of the bag and just hand it to a Here, cast member? I don't need this anymore. Out? Yeah, just drop it in their hands. Or at their feet. Can I get my money back for my lunch? Can I, Cause it's right can, here. I, can, I, can I trade this bag of puke for one of your pins? <laughs> uh, last thing I have for you this week in Disney history. December 11th, 2009. It's the I guess it must be the end of the movie season for Disney because this was the last movie that I've seen in my research so far. Uh, the Princess and the Frog was released to the general public on December 11th, 2009. Did you like that one? Did. I, I loved it. Okay. I liked it. I don't think it was their best, but I liked it. I think I, I liked it because it had been a long time since they had an actual cartoon movie out. Yeah, I agree with you. And I feel this movie didn't get the publicity it really deserved. I mean, it got a lot. Don't get me wrong because it's Disney, but um, I don't know. I just – I feel like it uh, should have gotten more. Yeah, know? yeah. But um, I enjoyed it. I love the music. And, yes, and, the music, yeah. And there's such a strong tie-in to uh, New Orleans Square, you know, like at the at the parks. And that, that music rocks. And I think that they just – I think Disney's missing out on that. You know, when we saw uh, – my daughter went and saw Tiana. We got to do the meet and greet with Tiana at Disneyland, and uh, that's where she was. But there's not – I mean there's a huge opportunity right there to put something from this movie, some sort of attraction or something into this movie. And I don't think that they've created – you know, they didn't re-image a restaurant. They haven't done no, anything. No, they, they just – and they could. They could. It would be awesome. It fits in but like it, crazy. I know, man. I know. You know, Disneyland has its own bayou. Create a bayou. You have the wetland. I mean, it would go. you could do it. You could do it at Disney World. Yep. It would be perfect. 
Remember when we ran uh, in our marathon at Disneyland, and I don't know where it was exactly, but do you remember they had Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Uh, the character house. Pa- yeah, yeah, you ran past. Got a picture them. with Lewis and yeah. And they had that choir behind them singing. Yep. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah. And they yeah, and they had it, they were singing Harry Connick Jr. songs, you know, and he's he, you know, he plays down in New Orleans. He's the from man. New Orleans. Yeah, he's the savior. Yeah, I lo- love that music. You know, I talked that man on the phone a couple times. Harry Connick Jr.? Yeah, I'm not even kidding, dude. When I was stationed at Nevis Air Force Base, I What did you have to uh, say to him? Um, you know how you make fun of people that are starstruck and they can't say anything and they're frozen? Yeah. That yeah, was... that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I grew up listening to that guy's music through my brother Jeremy, right. and um, we always called it theme park music because it reminded reminded us of like Six Flags or something. I don't know why, but uh, so this guy that I was always, uh, I guess, put on the same patrol with, you know, I started popping in CDs because we were getting bored, and I was playing Harry Connick, and he's like, "Oh, you're a Harry Connick fan?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude." He goes, "Well." I happen to know the guy. I'm like, no, you don't, dude. I, I t- totally thought he was pulling my leg. And he's like, no, no, look at my phone. He got out of his phone, started scrolling down his contacts. It just said Harry. I'm like, all right. So I go, I dare you to call it. I don't believe you. He's like, I'll call it. I don't care. He called it. Sure enough, it was it was him. It was his voice. I mean, it was him. It was, it was him. And so I'm talking That's to him. And he's like, I could hear him through the phone. You know, this dude was asking. His name was... Uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus Zenos, who I worked with. He lives down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I talked to him about a year ago to catch up with him. But uh, he was in the New Orleans Guard. He's like, yo, Harry, where you at right now? And he's like, I'm in New York. You know how he talks, you know right. how Harry Connick talks. He's like, well, I got one of your fans uh, here, and we're, we're sitting here in the same squad car, and he's listening to your music. He's like, oh, yeah, is that, is that right? Let me talk to him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I was talking to Harry Connick, and I didn't know what to say, dude, because it was just on the it was spur of the moment. Right. I had no idea what to say then just I just said thank you. I just said thank you for all the awesomeness, all the music that you have created through the years. You know, as a child listening to that, it brought a lot of joy to me and and so that's really all I said, but I didn't have much to say. That's crazy. Well what are you but, gonna um, say? I mean, what do you say to the guy that you don't know and all of a sudden boom, you're talking to him on the phone. So Zeno, uh Thaddeus, he was like, Hey, why don't you send this poor kid a <laughs> an autographed picture or something of you? And uh, Harry Connick took down my address. He really? took down my address. Yeah. He's like, dude, what's your address, Nick? He took it down and everything. Sure enough, I, I kid you not, when I came home from being stationed at Ellis Air Force Base, because, uh, you know, I was only out there for like six months or so. Right. Six or eight months. Uh, it was there waiting for me. Yeah, I had one, and I asked for one for myself and for my brother. And Wild. they're pers- personally signed and everything. It, it's it's really it's really cool. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Like, the all just from what I hear about all the stuff that he did after Katrina, like... That's why I said he's like the savior. It's of his the town, world. man. It's right. his town. Yeah, I mean, seriously, uh, mm-hmm. listeners, if you haven't gotten an opportunity to listen to his music, listen to his music. It's all New Orleans based, you know. His heart and soul is New Orleans. Yeah, awesome. All right, man. That's all I got for this week in Disney history. Hey, Dave. Thanks for that, buddy. Oh, you hear it? That's the sound of the Tiki Garden. Let's go ahead and get to our Walt Disney World Insider. Hey, John, Tiki Garden. How are you doing, What up, John? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys doing? And what's new in Orlando, buddy? Oh, my gosh. Woke up this morning. There are There's a couple uh, really awesome things going on. Specifically at Epcot, I, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter or any of the social media pages today, but uh, we woke up to having new animatronics 
in the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour uh, at the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. Yeah, my uh, I have an insider, and uh, he texted me that earlier today. So a lot? Uh, what are we talking here? <laughs> John. Yeah, it was me, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was you. <laughs> what you brought, me? You brought, you, you brought a smile to my face because it's been very boring out here. I'm out, I'm out at Whiteman Air Force Base and in the middle of middle Missouri, and it stinks. And uh, so to get something like that on my phone while I'm working at work, it was awesome. Well, good. I'm glad I could brighten your day. Yeah, but um, they've added uh, Jose, Panchito, and Donald to the very end of the ride, which, you know, it used to just be there was like a stage with a big screen and they sung the, the three Caballero song, but now they actually have three animatronics in there of the, the three Caballeros. I haven't had an opportunity to go over there yet, but man, the videos I saw on YouTube, it looks it looks awesome. And, you know, uh, it's, it's so nice for them to add unexpected things like that to Epcot. I mean, I didn't hear anything about any refurbs with that ride or any additions it just kind of just popped up out of nowhere this morning yeah when you sent it to me i was i was stunned because i hadn't heard anything either mm-hmm. now, but yet i was so happy you sent it to me now on youtube i'm shocked well, actually i'm not shocked it's already on youtube but take us through it or what are they saying uh with with the ride i mean it's just they've they've added them to the very end of the ride the three caballeros yeah, are they saying anything? Are they shouting at oh, you? No, or? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm missing. No, no, it's all good. No, yeah. So they actually they're they're singing the uh, three caballeros song. Okay. You know, so. Okay. Awesome. And so, that's yeah, pretty they, cool, though. The uh, you know like, it's very rare to not get something leaked out of Disney about some new kind of you know improvement or something like that. So to to hear you say that is just amazing to me because somebody had to see something that that, and I'm amazed that something like that doesn't get out. I know. I mean, they literally just like popped it up overnight, and they also um, put a brand new sign out in front as well. I know. I sent, I think I sent a picture of that team. I can't remember. Yeah, but you, yeah, they, yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, so they have a brand new sign that looks really cool. And I saw on the Disney <laughs> Parks uh, blog website they also have like a brand new T-shirt. I didn't know if it was like an anniversary date of the movie or anything, but just a lot of stuff going on with that ride. No, but Nick can remember this. That's exactly what they need is better signage, right, Nick? That is true. Yeah, so, John, yeah. I tried to find that ride back uh, one time I was at the parks by myself. Tried to find it, and they had, like, one of their craft fairs or something going on, and I, I couldn't find the entrance to the ride for the life of me. And I got so embarrassed. You couldn't, dude. Stuff. It was hilarious. Now you'll be able to hear them as well, That's dude. That's right. That's funny. Yeah, it is kind of tucked way to the back at the end of the – pavilion if you didn't know it was there you might think it's just a part of the restaurant they need more of a presence out there i'd like to see that i'd like to see all three of them uh just out front you know more of a presence uh, well and, and you know at it's, disneyland they have i forget what they call it but they have they have a big celebration at disneyland with them I, yeah I, well yeah that makes sense you know given where they're at but it's disneyland they always have i don't they have cool stuff at disney world don't get me wrong but when it, when it comes to, like, the little things, you know, like that type of stuff, I mean, down to something as simple as, like, Casey Jr. Like, I wish they had that at, at Walt Disney World. You know, yep. all the little tiny things. Here's the it, idea, man. Disneyland has it. I got it. I know what you're going to say. No. Do it at one park. You can't do it at both, No, I wouldn't Dave. say that. But here's, oh, okay. here's the greatest <laughs> idea ever. No, you go to, like, you see at the baseball stadiums, they have, like, the races between the hot dog and the bratwurst. Yeah, yeah. So you get the three caballeros. You put them at the bottom of the Mexico Pavilion. And then you have them race up the steps like that drunk guy did a couple weeks ago. 
Like once an hour, the three guys just do a race up to the top of the Mexico Pavilion. That would be awesome. <laughs> you know what? That would that would fit in perfectly in uh, La Cava del Tequila, the uh, tequila bar inside there. They could have it on like a monitor, <laughs> and they could bet on it. It would be great. Yeah, Dude, and they should have they should have Donald walk around with a sombrero and just fill it up with chips and salsa. You know, so you just grab some <laughs> when you're hungry. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, man. What else you got going on out there? Well, I'm sure I'm sure you guys saw this too, but uh, over at Hollywood Studios, Star Wars Launch Bay opened up. Yes. And man, I I keep hearing and seeing nothing but good things and excitement with that. I mean, there are sounds like you know it sounded it sounds like Disney really really um, put a lot of effort into this from the stuff I'm reading. They have all sorts of props and models and costumes. Um, yeah, they have like they have like all the armor, the imperial armors over there. All like I don't know if they're like legit movie props or if they're replicas. But but Dave and John, dude, they look amazing. Those the pictures I've seen on Instagram, just sick. Two weeks I from know. the day we're taping. Two weeks from now, Star Wars. Oh uh, man, I'm I'm so ready. It's on. So looking forward to it. Speaking of Star Wars, Dave, have you gotten an opportunity to watch those Blu-rays? We're working on it. Yeah, we've watched two of them, and uh, you know we only have so much time, so we're, we we uh, we fast forward. And I showed Max got his first experience with Yoda, so now he knows how to talk like Yoda. He walks around the house talking. Like <laughs> awesome. Yoda. And and Mia made him a uh, my daughter made him a, a lightsaber. I think I might have mentioned that last show. She made him a lightsaber. Yeah. Product. <laughs> so he walks around with his lightsaber talking like Yoda. That's cool, dude. Anyway. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at, so at Launch Bay, too, they have, you know, a couple character meet and greets. They have Vader, which a friend of mine, apparently, it's a talking Vader. So for the meet and greet, he actually communicates with you, kind of like how uh, Mickey does over at Town Square. In Magic wow, Kingdom. that's cool. Get shut the door. Are you serious? Uh, this my, uh, my friend went there, I think, yesterday or this morning, and it, it is a talking Vader. That is awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I again, I haven't I haven't had a chance to go over there, but I mean, they have uh, Chewie there as well. But I mean, talking Vader, I mean, I would wait, I would wait a good hour, maybe even two, if I was by myself no or something like that. That that that's a really fun experience. Sounds It'd like, be so. awesome if he just took off his helmet and it was Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that'd be that'd be a really big Vader. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be a big boy. Hey, John, <laughs> talking about meeting a villain. Maybe I'm not the right person to talk about this because I don't know a lot about it. But I've been seeing the uh, the news about this villain restaurant. Do, do you know anything about that? I know. So is this something at the studios we're talking about? Yeah, or yeah, the one that's or... happening at the studios. No, I haven't heard anything about that. And I, you know, I've been really bad with the rumors. Not to like switch gears, but someone also. Th- I didn't know over at Animal Kingdom, right next to Expedition Everest, where. The Fast Pass kiosk used to be. They're actually building a bar there. Have you guys heard about that? Really? Yeah, no, they have all those what... little stands out on the sides, but... Hmm. Like, what kind of bar are we talking about? Like, just a mini bar or, like, a legit restaurant bar? I think Or just, just a big I, bar? I think it's going to be kind of... I think what the bar's, the bar's name in Animal Kingdom already is called. The one that's over by, oh, Kilimanjaro Safari. Um, it's just like a, a walk-up bar right by one of the restaurants. I forget which one it is. Um, but that, from what a friend of mine was telling me, they are converting those old fast pass kiosks 
that area into uh, some type of theme bar go along with the area right outside of Expedition wow. Everest. But we, yeah. we've, but no, we've I come a long way, there. haven't we? Come yeah, a long way from the I days have... where the parks where booze was outlawed at the parks. I know. Mm. What would Walt think of all this? Hey, John, have you heard of Dismatch? Dismatch? No, but I've heard of Mouse Mingle. Is that something similar here? Are we talking oh, about Oh, they've got rivals. There's Mouse Mingle? Uh, you haven't heard about this? This would Maybe be that's why you can't find it, because you're calling it the wrong thing, Nick. No, it's called. I heard it was called Dismatch. Oh, no. This is this would be the Disney equivalent of FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, think about... Dude, I've already thought about it, Dave. Your time with me... We'd be, would be a magical one. Oh, jeez. Uh, have a magical day. <laughs> I'm Peter Pan. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, no, I've, I've so heard of Mouse Mingle, but I haven't, I haven't heard of the other one that you were talking about. Dude, that's awesome. I would love to have the creator of Mouse Mingle and Dismatch on a segment and have them go at it. How awesome would that be? Uh, I think we're on something here. Verbally go at it, you're saying, right? Yeah, Dave, I wasn't <laughs> even thinking that, you dirty old man. Yeah, hey, no innuendos. We're just talking about a straight-up argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first, we have... first, we need to verify that there is such thing as Dismatch. Ask your buddy Mike, man. You said you couldn't find it anywhere. No, I, I, no, I couldn't find it on Google. Right. No, I went to the dude's podcast, which led me to a link to the, the other guy's podcast, which he was talking about it. Hmm. Well, I know, I know, I know, Mouse Mingles legit because they uh, followed me on Twitter. And I was kind of confused by the name, and I looked into it and saw it was the first, according to them, uh, online community for Disney fans to find their soulmates. Where do people come up with this? You know, I was talking to Dave, John, about how, you know, the whole it's called cosplay, how I think people would dress up as Disney characters and probably go on a date there. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yep, sure. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, at the studios um, with the Star Wars launch bay, they also announced Symphony in the Stars, a galactic spectacular. Nightly yep, they did. Fireworks show is going to be starting December 18th, so going to be getting a nightly fireworks show right over in uh, Hollywood Studios. So that's crazy. Pretty awesome. they're doing, yeah, they're doing all this stuff before they even build Star Wars Land. I know. I love it though. Yeah, and I wonder. That's cool. I wonder with them doing this i wonder if this means we're in the um in the not too distant future we might be looking at finally getting a upgrade of phantasmic or something different going on there because i would think you know with having a new nighttime fireworks show that would maybe alleviate some of the stress for phantasmic and maybe they could do an update there finally because in my opinion it needs it yeah in my opinion the phantasmic show at the studio's it just sucks compared to the Disneyland one, man. There's just there's no comparison. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I'm trying to remember the differences between the two of them, but uh, you know that the one at the one at at uh, the studios is just you have to wait so stinking long to get into that place. I know. We I I haven't seen it in probably four years. I mean, we it's just it's so low on my priority list that. I don't know. I don't have any desire to go over there and do it, honestly. So, hey, John, before we hang up here, um, you're meeting up with Brian Collins soon, dude. Uh, Dave, he's gonna be he's gonna be having coffee with Brian really? Collins. Hey, yeah, yeah, pretty I cool. Am. So, yeah, I'm former looking, Disney I'm looking, Imagineer. I I am definitely looking forward to meeting Brian and having a having a chat about some things. It's 
got some exciting stuff on the horizon potentially. So, you guys teaming yeah. up or something? No, I was gonna talk about Disney oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, just hooking up and talking about Disney stuff. Did you find him on uh, Dismatch? Uh, no, it's Mouse Mingle, dude. Oh, you found him on Mouse Mingle, okay. (laughs) You know, how much much have we just plugged them in the past five minutes? I told Nick earlier, I'm like, we're like the PR firm for them. Yeah, yeah, if anyone's (laughs) listening to us. (laughs) No, I think it's awesome. Yeah, Dave, so he's just going to hang out with them and have coffee or something and just walk around the parks. I think it's awesome. I wish we lived there, Dave, so we can go ahead and just... You know, call Brian on a Wednesday. Hey, it's me for I lunch. I said that to Trish tonight. I said, how nice would it be to just be able to wake up and go to the parks whenever you want? She said, well, it would get old. I said, well, maybe after a while I'd go like once a week for a while. Right. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm living proof, as, as there are many other people like me that have moved down here. It doesn't get old. It, yeah. you, if you guys need a reference, you just you let me. I'll have my wife talk to your wife. I've, I've told you that before in the past. But yeah, we we got to make this happen. I definitely could see all three of us hanging out and becoming like the bestest friends ever. <laughs> be, we'd have to include Brian Collins. We'd be the wolf pack. Yeah. Be, <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, Tiki Garden Man. How can our listeners find you, buddy? Yeah, so you can find me on Periscope and Twitter. Both the names are going to be the same, at the underscore Tiki underscore Garden. And definitely give me a follow because I am on vacation for, oh, about the next two and a half weeks or so so i'm going to be at the parks a ton in the coming weeks so definitely give me a follow on periscope and twitter man gonna make me jealous that is tiki garden awesome outstanding john you have a great time buddy thanks for coming on again we'll hit you up again next week buddy all right sounds good guys see you john see you see you so Dave, that was our that was our boy Tiki Garden Man. Sounds like he's having a blast, um, you know, and he's gonna be on vacation for two and a half weeks. I am so jealous. Yeah, dude, that that's the life right there. And I I was talking to my class today, Nick. We're doing Westward Expansion, and we talked about how you know first it started with people just walking and taking horses, and then it went to wagons moving west. And you wonder where I'm going with this, but eventually bridges were built, the Transcontinental Railroad. And I told my kids, I said, it's up to you to find a way to speed travel up or make it cheaper because right now it takes me 15 and a half hours to drive to Disney or it takes a thousand dollars for me to fly my family down to Orlando. I said, so it's up to you nine and 10 year olds to find a cheaper, faster, better way for me to get down to Florida. There you go, dude, put them in charge of that. It's up to them. I told them, I said, I'm depending on you. You know, now, if they suck and, and they don't do such a good job, that's a clear reflection of you then. Well, they can they can dock my pay by then. I'll be retired. All right. <laughs> All right, so that was John Tiki Guard, man. I had, a, I had a great time talking to him. Hi, this is Rebecca from the Arab Generation. Um, you're listening to Mousecapades Podcast. Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. idea question or want to share your experiences on the show contact nick and dave anytime email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com text them at 407-674-0414 
Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Okay, Nick, so I've been thinking lately about, you know, the huge announcements that they had at D23 about all of the things and all of the projects that Disney has coming out and Pixar has coming out as far as movies. And, you know, I've seen online a couple of times this huge timeline of movies that they have coming out between now and, say, like 2017, 2018. So I got to thinking, why don't we just spend a show talking about what we think about these shows? Um, If we think they're going to be, you know, boom or bust or, you know... What are just overall just kick it back and forth about what these movies are all about and if they're going to be any good or not? Yeah, when you approached me, you know, you said, "Hey, let's let's talk about these films. Let's talk about Marvel. Let's talk about Lucasfilm. Let's talk about Pixar and Disney." And I was super stoked when you brought this idea because I am all about talking about this topic. And you know, let's talk about the one that just came out. You know, we just had uh, Pixar's. The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, and that just came out last weekend. I know you went with your family to see it already. What do you think about it? I think it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, here comes Pixar yet again, uh, tugging on the heartstrings of all their viewers. You know, it's, it's a typical story again, you know, uh, kiddo all alone. In this case, it's the dinosaur yeah. and the little boy spot. But, you know, mom and dad aren't there. You know, dad dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> and oh, and uh, it's all it's all about him trying to find his way back home because, you know, a storm kind of gets him off track and, and carries him down river. And he's he's trying to get back home and he meets this uh, boy spot along the way. Sorry again if you haven't seen the movie, but uh, I, I think they did a wonderful job. The animation, I will say they have stepped it up, dude. I tell you what, my father-in-law and I were just looking at the animation. You could not tell. This is the first movie ever, Dave where I could not tell what was real in the background and what was animated. I swore up and down throughout the whole film. What they did was they just superimposed animation over a real a real footage, like a, re- a real background right. drop. I swear that's what and they that did. And that was not the case, right? I don't think yeah. so, but I, I mean, swear I'm, that's what they did. I'm looking at it still from the movie right now, and the detail in the trees and things like that is just amazing. I mean, the review... Well, the still the still looks like looks like animation, right? but in the movie, dude, I am telling you, it looks legit. Wow. Well, the reviews are just blowing up on this movie. It's like the, a huge hit, and one of the things I think is pretty cool is that they do a little role reversal here, and, you know, like you said, the dinosaur and the boy, at least from what I understand from the previews, um, you know, like, they... The, the roles are reversed, so it's not like a boy and his pet. It's like this pet and his boy. The boy yeah, becomes so the you, pet. So, yeah, so you have you have the dinosaur that's personified as a human, and you have the human that's per- personified as an animal. Yeah, so... And it, it's it's unique. It's a unique, cute story. We we watched the uh, preview of it at my house, and, and Trish, the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, great, another story about a single kid whose parents die. See, I just brought it yep. up. That's what Disney and Pixar are good for, yep. man. <laughs> Dude, that's it's genius. I mean, it's that's like a uh, equation for a hit right there. You kill off the parents and then see how the kid performs, I guess. So yeah, this was a great movie. Take your kiddos to go see this. You know, they're they already have memorabilia out there that you can order as well. And I'm totally gonna order Colin. This it's a uh, I forget how big it is, but it's Arlo. 
the the dinosaur and uh, can't wait to buy it for him I want to buy spot for him as well but uh, it was cute my kiddo when we came back home was acting like spot and crawling on all fours and like <laughs> wiggling his head around and growling and stuff it was it was so cute yeah. it was adorable let's move this one forward that one came out on November 25th but the next one is the one that you and I are looking forward to the most probably the Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, now they are starting to get some of these celebrities or some of the uh, actors and actresses from the movie on these talk shows last night I watched Fallon with the uh, the woman who is the main character and I don't know who she is and that's one of the things that I think is kind of cool about these movies and, and maybe I'm wrong because you're a bigger nut than I am with Star Wars but they pick these no-name actors and actresses for these movies and they just do a great job and then their careers blow up well you have to because you know if you pick actors that are already known for some, maybe a great role right? or, or mediocre roles mediocre roles if, if they're just doing a mediocre job, then that's what that you're going to, you're already going to give them that negative outlook when they're in the film, when you see them on the screen again. Now, if they're a great actor and they're amazing, well, then you're going to remember them for the roles that they played in these other films, you know, whatever it may be, a good guy or a bad guy. That's what you're going to think the whole time. You stick uh, Daniel Craig in this movie, what are you going to think? You're going to think Bond. You're going to think, oh, that's James right. Bond throughout the whole film. You can't do that. You stick Morgan Freeman in there, what are you going to think? You just can't do that. So you have to have these actors that really aren't well-known to, to make it believable. Unless you use Tom Hanks, because that dude's the man. Yeah, you could do Tom Hanks. Dude. All right. Or, or Tom Cruise. But here's the thing <laughs> that I think that I'm going to enjoy about this movie and this whole next uh, trilogy that comes out is that, you know, I was the, the original Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Jedi. Those were my movies when I was young. And then to have that prequel come out when I was, you know, in the, in the 90s, I didn't really get it because I just didn't get into it, I guess, because they, I was looking for the characters that I knew and it was totally not them. The, the 90s? They didn't come out in the 90s. Yeah, not, like the late 90s, the second the second three sets? No, early 2000s, Oh, was man. it? I thought it was the 90s. Yeah. Anyway. No, that stuff came out like in 2003, 2004. Really? Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, so these guys, you know, like the next three movies are going to be now, you know, sequence-wise, they're after – Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, you know, yeah, Empire it's, it's episode seven. Yeah, yeah, so I think that I'm going to like these more than the than the previous three that they just released. So I'm excited about it. Two two weeks, like I said. Yeah, I can't wait. I I love how the stormtroopers have had an upgrade. You know, this is supposed to take place 30 years after Lord Vader dies, and you can definitely tell that things have been upgraded. The drones have been upgraded. You know, R two D two. Uh, it is an old, outdated drone. You have a new one. Um, the Stormtroopers' armor, they've been updated because that's what you would actually see in real life. 30 years go by, right. you would see upgrades. And so, different types of armor, different helmets, different guns, uh, even different types of lightsabers. I mean, just, they did a great job. And see, and the characters, you know, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia... This is perfect because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is roughly 30, a little over 30 years from when they first did the first set, you know? Right. Episode, uh, what, 3, 4, and 5? Right. Um, 4, 5, 6. Or 4, 5, and 6, thank you. Uh, so this takes place 30 years after. It just happens to be 30, well, about, what, 30-something years yeah. when they actually filmed them. So it, it's, it's, it's kind of cool because it's almost accurate, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of cool, you know? So... Yeah, I can't wait for this film to come out. Let's go ahead and go to the next one. You know, we have uh, The Finest Hour. Yes. And when's this one coming out? 2016. I'm, I'm looking, I'm seeing January 29th of 2016. Yeah, so it's supposed to be, you so, know, coming up here on the horizon. And I have not heard much about this movie. Um, 
apparently it's based on real events and you can't go wrong when you got Casey Affleck. <laughs> yeah, it's about a rescue attempt off the coast of Cape Cod. Yeah. Uh, with some, you know, two oil tankers. Now, I've seen the previews of this film and I'll see it anyway because of the historic value and it's got some good actors in it. Right. And it looks kind of cool. But I, I look at these previews and I feel like I've already seen the movie. You know, they show you exactly yeah. what happened. And you know, and they show you movies like that are always a bomb. When you look at like, them and you're like, you know what? They probably took every cool part out of the movie and put it into this trailer. And I don't even need to watch this movie. Like Titanic. Yeah. You knew what was going to happen in Titanic. But you still watched. You still went anyway. So to me, this is like Titanic Part 2. Yeah. Well, we'll have to I, find out. That one comes out at the end of January. Next one coming out is Zootopia, March 4th. 2016 it's about a fox who gets framed for a crime and then goes on the on the lane what do they call that on the go on the lamb they call it. oh yeah okay all right so yeah this is definitely uh i'm gonna say it it's gonna be cheesy none like any movie you've seen before yeah <laughs> okay wah, wah, wah. no i like this movie i've seen a lot of previews for zootopia and we've talked about this quite a bit on our podcast i think we i think we can relate to this i i think with just uh their attitudes you know yeah and what you've seen through with the characters and the jobs that they hold, different animals. Uh, okay, so so the animals actually have they all have certain jobs based on who they are. So like a rhino is a police officer because he's big and bad, right? And so you have this fox who's just like an office worker, and it's just it's kind of cool to relate the animal with their jobs because you could kind of see that they relate. Yeah, so I can't wait for this to come out because I really feel like, you know, we can relate to these animals. I mean, who who doesn't wish that they were some lazy dog, you know, while you're at work, you wish you were that lazy dog laying on the floor, you know? <laughs> right. Anywho. Hey, man, this next one that's coming out is probably the one I'm most highly anticipating. The Jungle Book is coming out. Yeah. Live look- action. Live action and animation kind of blend here. It's like the, uh, the technology of the future, I think. Yeah, it looks really neat. I've seen the previews, and it reminds me of, oh, geez, dude, that, uh, uh, what's that animation film with the lion and the, uh, all those magical creatures? You know what I'm talking about. It's based off the book. The lion, the wardrobe, and the... Oh, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of that. Yeah, so you talk about, you know, we talked about getting no-name actors and then turning them into stars. This one is completely opposite. This one's got Ben Kingsley, Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Christopher Walken. Like, that's an all-star cast right there. Yeah, but this is different than Star Wars, dude. Even Star Wars went with a no-name cast when they first came out. Yeah, it's, you know? it's Star Wars is epic, dude. You get, that's what, I agree with what you just said there. But, yeah, dude, I, I can't wait to see what they do with this movie. And if... The only thing, like I've talked about in the past, is that they better include the music and make that true to form. Well, you know, you hear Baloo swimming, you know, when Baloo's on his back and the little boy is on, on his stomach floating in the river. Yeah. They're singing the song, Bare Necessities. Yeah, I know. Together. But is it the same? Yeah, it the same melody. Good. Yeah. It's in, it's, in, it's in the trailer. Can't wait. So the next one we have is Captain America. And this actually, the Civil War picks up where the Age of Ultron left off. And this seems to be another good one. It comes out May 6th of 2016, so it's right around the corner, really, if you think about it. I am absolutely in love with these Marvel movies, and I can't wait for this one to come out. Yeah, they're good, but how many Captain Americas have there been? Have been haven't there already been, like, two or three? I mean, I think you're thinking of Iron Man. I think there's only been, I think there's been two Captain America movies, so I think this is going to be the third Two? One. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so Iron Man had quite a few. Yeah, I and know. And so Iron they're starting Man. all these spinoffs. 
And Star Wars is going to do the same thing, but they're starting all these spin-offs of all these other characters, you know, just to make another movie make some more money. Original ideas are nice sometimes too, though, man. No, you're absolutely right. So let's go to, uh, you know, you remember Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, right? Well, yes. they're coming out with another one, Alice Through the Looking Glass. I cannot wait for this. I'm I'm kind of a Tim Burton fan, uh, or I've become one at least. Uh, I, now, he's not going to be um, directing this, but he is producing it. And Johnny Depp is going to be in it, which I can't wait, and uh, Hathaway. But I can't wait for this movie to come out because this does look pretty cool. I uh, I did not like the Alice in Wonderland that Tim Burton put out. So, what? but this movie looks a little different and looks cool. And you know, I'll I'll go see it. I just I don't know, man. Just something about like I'm an the, Alice in Wonderland fan. I love it because it's a different storyline. It's not about the dark side that Tim Burton brings to these movies. It's like really, dude. It can get old. Yeah, it yeah. can get old. I agree with you. Um, yeah. So coming up, the next one that I want to talk about here is. Like, my family has a countdown to this movie, I think, coming up. Ellen DeGeneres has been waiting for this movie for ages. Finding Dory, coming out June 17, 2016. Yes, my brother's birthday, and I can't wait for this to come out as well. All right, now, this is one of the ones that I've seen on a couple of different websites that has a release date that's, like, way down the road, like 2018. I don't know why that is. Hmm, maybe it's just, maybe it's just unreliable sources, but, um... No, you know, I think I saw a preview for this in the theaters for the Good Di- when I saw Good Dinosaur and it was coming out next summer. Yeah, good. So because if that June 17th date is not right, I I think there would be some major consequences in my household because this one's going to be awesome. It's it, the movie focuses on Dory this time more than it does the uh, clownfish and but she does live with them and you know it's kind of a continuation of Finding Nemo where she goes back home with them and uh, she's looking for her family. She realizes she has a family and she's going to go find them, right? Yeah, so and here's I, I can't wait for that one to come out i'm glad they're making a part two to you know to, to nemo now we're going to talk about cars later on and i think they're doing cars a disservice by coming out with another one because the, the second one was a flop but yeah. here's another one that i don't think is going to do too well it might i don't know i think it's 50 50 it's in the air i'm not a big fan of this at all like dude, finding dory no 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 no, no. the next one i'm going to talk about oh okay at all i'm a huge fan of finding dory um Pete, pete's dragon I am not looking forward to the sequel of Peace Dragon on August 12th, 2016. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to see what they do, man. You know, the, the original Peace Dragon was from a different era, and it was even, uh, it it was even, before, it was even before me. And, it, you know, the funny thing is, is that my dad has uh, Peace Dragon on, on VHS, and he, he let Mia watch it, who Mia's uh, 11. He let Mia watch it one time down in the basement, and she... I don't think she liked it. I think she was just being nice to sit there and watch it with him, but I don't think she liked it at all either. I think as a kid, I watched it, because I can remember watching it, and it was, I I watched it, but it wasn't my favorite, and as I got older, I was like, that really did suck, you know? But again, it's it's that technology, you know, back then, it was the, the mix of animation with live action. And Walt was huge into that, you know? Right. And people ate that up, because it was new and different, yep. so uh, we'll have to see what they do this time around, because... That's not going to cut it. You know, like just seeing a cartoon on screen with a real person isn't going to cut it this time. Right. We'll just have to see, though. All right, what you got next for us? Oh, yeah, uh, Marvel's uh, Doctor Strange. And I'm looking for this one to come out as well. I can't wait for this. It has a release date of October 26, 2016. A lot of movies come out in 2016. I hope these dates are correct, Dave, because it seems yeah. like a ton are coming out in 2016. I don't know about this one, but I, I can't wait for this one uh, to come out. You know, I think Marvel is Disney's on the right path with Marvel. 
they're doing a lot, aren't they? Yes, I mean, they think are. Think about what they're doing with Mar with Marvel. They're doing a ton. So, thank God they purchased this. And then the next step is to purchase the rights to the uh, to for the characters to appear in the parks. Well, it's making yeah, it's making money. So milk it while you can, because there's going to come a time where people just probably are not going to be as interested in Marvel as they are today. And I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. So what do you know? He's he, he's basically a surgeon, and okay. uh, he's like a failed surgeon, right? And uh, he's given a second chance after Sorcerer trains him to fight evil. And uh, so that's basically the premise of this movie coming out. And um, so it, it's, it's going to be interesting, man. It's a different twist than your normal superhero movies. Hey, Nick. Hold on. I, I think I smell something over here on my end. What do you, do sm what do you smell, do buddy? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, I thought you were going to say salt in the air, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I no, can't. Dude. That was pretty lame, I know, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the next movie that's coming out stars was, The Rock. I was going to say, out. check your pants, dude. <laughs> Moana's coming out. Now, I did see the preview of this at the uh, D23. It, was it looked cute. pretty good. Yeah, it looked pretty it was cool. Um, but again, you know, like these dates that we keep coming up with, this one is, we're talking a month after Doctor Strange, we're going to see Moana come out. Yeah, I don't know about this these dates, dude. We got to really verify some of these dates, man. I mean, I mean we have verified them. I mean, we're looking at multiple websites and we're getting somewhat of the same month, uh, but but not necessarily the same day, but the same years are popping up except for on a couple of them. But Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the straight from the D23, that timeline that was displayed at D23 and Moana's supposed to come out in fall of 2016. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is because it's around uh, it's around Thanksgiving, correct? Yes. Right, because I remember uh, it was Frozen, Good Dinosaur, and this movie for some reason I just had in my mind that was released around Thanksgiving. But um, just from thinking back, what movies have been released around Thanksgiving? But I can't wait for this one, man. I love The Rock. Dwayne Johnson is awesome. I I put him up there. As far as watching uh, this man's career uh, with Tom Cruise and uh, Brad Pitt, absolutely, Woo! I will see. Yeah, and I. So maybe I have a man crush. That's cool. Whatever. You know how I love me some Cruise. I love me some Pitt, and I love me some. <laughs> love me some I Pitt. can't believe what? I was just gonna say Johnson. <laughs> Whoa! So you so you love Pitt and Johnson? Oh my gosh! I almost. I set myself up on that one. That one, we'll just move on. All man. right, let's go. Let's go. And everyone, <laughs> everyone is laughing at me right now, dude. All right, man. So, All right, so uh, the next one is Star Wars. The Star I don't know Wars. How you yeah, we're just moving on. We're gonna forget about that one. So we got uh, December sixteenth. <laughs> we have a Star Wars spinoff. Maybe I should go on Dismatch, right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, some of the uh, some of the characters are from the Star Wars movies. Are are going to spin off, you know, and create their own rebel force and fight some of the bad guys out there. So yeah, uh, just, just like the Marvel series, you know, you had the, the characters that would spin off and do their, they would, you know, make a movie out of their own story. That's what we see going on here, and I can't wait for all these Star Wars spinoffs. They're going to make so much money, and everyone's going to go nuts. I yeah, and know? I wonder just how many spinoffs Disney's going to make before people finally say, you know what, enough's enough. These really, really aren't that great, so stop making them. No, I think I, I don't think they will. This is Star Wars, dude. Maybe not in our lifetime, for sure. No, I don't think so. All, All right, right so. man. The next one we got is Hermione Granger starring in a new Disney movie uh, coming out 2017, in the spring of 2017. She's going to play Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I can't wait for this. It's going to be a live-action one, right? Yeah, but those those Harry Potters, 
you know, like Star Wars, those Harry Potter movies were so classic that I can't look at her without seeing Hermione. Like right now, Daniel Radcliffe's out in some movie that's going on right now. Uh, the one about Frankenstein. Yeah. And he's in that movie, and I look at him, and I can't think of anything but Harry Potter, no matter what the guy does. Our dude that played Gandalf, you know, in Lord of the Rings is in it. Yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. So, I mean, I, this is, a, you know, they're, they're coming out with Cinderella, and they're doing uh, Beauty and the Beast. So we'll, we'll just have to see how the live, the live action movie goes. I wish you'd make it into a film. You know, I said this a long time ago. They need to remake these cartoons into real live action yeah. movies or Pixar movies. Like that same Pixar animation, redo the 2D animation all in Pixar form someone heard you because they're doing it they're doing it right so next we have uh guardians of the galaxy part two the first one was awesome did you see the first one yes tell me you did. did awesome i did and i didn't know anything about the characters but i watched it and it was pretty cool yeah so this one's going to be coming out may 5th of 2017 may 5th is that may 5th is derby weekend yeah kentucky derby weekend yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's what you're thinking or not when's single de mayo Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. You got okay, it. Okay, I thought of that. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo is May 5th. Yeah, so it's coming out on Cinco de Mayo. All right, very cool. And then, you know, after that, shortly after, we have Episode 8 that's coming out, and that's being released May 26, 2017 as well. And you you said, you told our listeners last week that what does Disney plan to do with Star Wars, Dave? They're going to release one every what? It's every two years, right? Um, yeah, every two, every two years they plan on releasing one, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so... Um hard to believe that that will be two years after the one we're about to go see right so moving yeah, on and, and the uh the details like they said the details of that are it's all hush hush right now because right. they've probably done they've probably put all their efforts into the, all of these spin-offs that they have they've exhausted all their ideas so they've got to uh come up with something new for that one they got a little bit of time though yeah, so earlier, coming on to the next movie, earlier you talked about how Cars 2 is a big flop, and now they're apparently they're going to come out with a new Cars adventure. And it looks like, from the screenshot that I'm seeing, and I hope this is not a screenshot from the first Cars movie, it, they're back in Radiator Springs. Do you yeah, see that? And, yeah, and one of my daughter's favorite characters makes a reappearance here. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Sally, Lightning McQueen's girlfriend. She was, she was in the movie like a cameo. And, uh, you know, when my daughter was littler, it's funny because we, she loved cars, but she had to have the Sally car. And, and we would go to store after store after store looking for the, you know, like the little four-inch cars that they have from cars. Sure, yeah. Well, Sally we, was nowhere. She, they could, she couldn't find her anywhere. Didn't, we, we, didn't you buy that for her when we went to Disneyland? We did. I mean, in the end, yeah. We yeah, got I it. thought I mean, so. We have a couple of Sally's floating around. But that when we first got into cars with her, it was like we had to go to all the stores in town before we found one. Well, she, you got the right one because, you know, you waited until you actually went to uh, Radiator Springs, and that's where you Authentic. bought her. Yeah. Authentic. So the yeah, next, so the next one, yeah, the next one we have is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And I will have to say... After the third one, I got tired of watching Pirates of the Caribbean because I felt like it got old. Um, I yearned for a pirate movie to be made before Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I, I can remember as a kid, and I, I wasn't even a kid, I'm, whatever, I was just out of high school, but I was saying, you know, there really isn't uh, that good of a pirate movie that has been made recently. Right. You know, I mean, they need to, someone needs to really make a pretty cool pirate movie, and boom, boosh, here comes Pirates of the Caribbean. But after the third one, I felt like it got old. But I will say when they're on television, I watch them. And I feel like they came out so fast on the heels of one another. 
those first few. So this and one, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you had nothing for a long time. Yeah, so and, this one's pretty cool, though, Dave. I mean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, you know? So out, that's man. what it's titled, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell no, Tell No Tales. And so that alone, with that title, really gets me fired up in my bones because I'm thinking, all right, dude, they're, they're gonna, it's going to be Disney through and through. This is awesome. Right. And it comes out July 7th of 2017. Keep my fingers crossed. I will go back and see this one. Yeah, and what I'm about to say is probably contradictory to each other, but I'm glad that Orlando Bloom is back for this one because he was missing from the last one, maybe even two, just one, maybe two, I'm not sure. And uh, he was a character that was missed, but I think that this is an what? opportunity that... He's been in them. What are you talking about? He was not in all of them. He was not in all four of the, of the movies. He was in one and two, I know, but... And, um, and four, the last one, right? He was not in four. So maybe he was in one, two, I, and three. To, I thought he was in all of them. I'm trying to remember because they. What, they I don't like, have I don't have an Orlando Bloom crush like you, so I wouldn't know. No, dude. But so I think Disney's missing a huge opportunity here by not doing spinoffs movies with Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good and point. Just going out on all of his adventures and even doing the prequel of how the dude became crazy in the first place. Yeah, good point, dude. All right, so what's up next? On the, I think that's on the horizon. Well, next we go back to Marvel, and we got uh, Thor here. Thor, yeah. Out. November 3rd. Yeah, probably my favorite. November 3rd of 2017. Thor, and this will be Thor's... I thought it was his second. Has he come out with two already? It says this is the third Thor film. Yeah, he's come out with two, and the Hulk is supposed to appear in this one. And for me, I feel like the Hulk has gotten a lot better. He, he's been my least favorite Marvel character. And through the years, they have really made him out to be a beast. I think they need to bring back Lou Ferrigno and have him do a cameo. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I'm thinking that we're probably going to get to the end of our time here. We've got maybe a few more left, but um, you know, due to time, we might have to talk about some of these on another episode. But this okay. one seems kind of cool. This uh, Dia de Muerte, and I said that wrong, I'm sure, uh, inspired movie called Coco. Yeah, it looks cool, man. You don't know much about it, but it's like I can just imagine the color that they're going to use in this one. No, yeah, it looks it looks very cool. It's going to be bright and colorful, even though it takes place with the Day of the Dead and uh, right or the Dead, I should say. And it looks it looks cool. I think you know, I think Tim Burton would love to do this one. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> he would, and he would ruin it. Yeah, he based on, would, yeah. based on their title and like the the logo they have i bet he would man i bet he would turn that into something crazy well we are running out of some time so let's just go ahead and list off the rest of you know I, we have another marvel uh movie coming out called black panther and uh let's see here i think it's yeah black panther february 16th 2018 another yeah. one that you and i are really looking forward to is jack and the beanstalk gigantic yeah. and that comes yeah. out march 9th 2018 followed with another sequel of the avengers that's going to come out May 4th, 2018, and then you have yet another Star Wars movie, a spinoff, with Han Solo. It's going to be a Han Solo spinoff. That comes out May 25th, 2018. They're banking that guy's still going to be alive by then, huh? Uh, Let's hope. He's looking old, man. Oh my gosh. You know, he lost a ton of weight. Or no, 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 I was thinking of Mark Hamill. Never mind. No, Han Solo. Yeah, he is looking old. Harrison Ford is looking kind of old. Um, then you have uh, the fourth Toy Story, which John Lasseter already said that they're going to make, and that's due out June fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. You have you'll, you'll get your first female-led superhero movie with Captain Marvel, 
uh, when that hits July 6, 2018. You're going to have another movie of the X-Men uh, coming out with Vin Diesel. And uh, that does not have a release date yet on it. Sweet, so they come out with another X-Men? You're kidding me, that's awesome. Yeah, that's been a long time since X-Men, right? Yeah, it has been It has been a while. Then you're going to have the conclusion of Marvel's third phase uh, of the Avengers, May 3rd, 2019, and a sequel to The Incredibles. Yeah, so dude, that's going to yeah, be Yeah, that's going to be 2019. So there is a lot of stuff coming out, my friend. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And we haven't even mentioned, like, Cinderella. That's Well, you mentioned that earlier. That's going to yeah. be coming out. And then you have another Star Wars one coming out sometime in 2019. So, so what do they do after Star Wars 9? Do they, they've said that there is no 10, 11, 12, right? They're all spinoffs from that point? I don't think so. I, yeah, I think after that it's probably going to be up to Disney to create the, you know, the storyline. Dang! Or J.J. Abrams, whatever. So, yeah, definitely. So, hey, Dave, you know, yeah. That was quite a ride we just went on there. It dude. really was. Could- <laughs> flew through some movies so i think it's i think it's about that time my friend all right dude hope i i hope the uh listeners got something out of it with our uh our best siskel and ebert impersonations there so <laughs> hey listen uh, yeah listeners thanks for listening again to uh, the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears dave that's it peace peace have a magical day my friends 